sport in the world in countries like the USA, Canada, Australia, South Africa and some places in Asia it's known as soccer and in other countries it goes by the name of football and with it less than a month for the long-awaited soccer slash football event in Qatar talking about it is a no-brainer I'm Marcel Young English teacher and a big sports fan and a Sao Paulo supporter which means I'm an extremely loyal fan. And I am Adolfo. I am also a Couture Inglesa teacher. I absolutely love football. I am Palmeirense, so we are possibly going to win Brasileirão once again. So I should be happy, right? And this is Couture Inglesa Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Couture Inglesa Podcast. Today, Adolfo and I are talking about, guess what, uh, football, right Adolfo? Um, yes. yes. But Adolfo, before we start, uh, I have a couple of questions to ask you. Um, first one is, are you a superstitious person? Um, no, I'm not superstitious. Because yeah. you no. said you are a Palmeiras <laughs> supporter, so do you think they like the titles in the bag for Palmeiras? Because... When, when I say it is, you know, like some of the students might got really angry. They said, oh, teacher, don't say that before it happens, right? But Well, yeah, I, I mean, your students are right, but this year it's very unlikely, right? I guess we, we're going to win. Okay, okay. So, um, Adolf, before we... Um... Uh, get down to serious business, right? Um, I have a question for you. Um, have you ever played or heard of Chachali or Kuju? I don't think I, I, it's safe to say that I have never heard these words in my life. <laughs> Any idea what they might mean? <laughs> No, no idea, no idea. So, Tell well, me more uh, about it. Yeah. Oh, okay, I, I Google then. Okay, uh, I'm not All like right. a, a knowledgeable person, but uh, these are actually the names of uh, precursors of football. Yes, yeah, some variations of the game around the world, right? Um, I mean, centuries ago, right? I think uh, Chachala was like in Mexico, and Kuju was China, if I'm not mistaken. But they were. They're not like the football that we have today, right? I don't know if you were. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, wow. It's quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, it is very interesting. And yeah. it's interesting that you mentioned these countries, that they're not like the first options when you come to think of where football started, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you come to think of it. Okay. And where did football start? I don't know are, you, uh, are you familiar with that? Uh, yes, actually, football 
or soccer, if you will, the uh, way we know it how, has how its do, roots. How do you call it, Sarfina? How do you call it? I call it football. Football, yeah. I, I always go, I prefer football. Uh-huh. I prefer, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, well, uh, football or soccer, if you uh-huh. will, the way we know it today has its roots in the 19th century England. Uh-huh. And the first football association was formed in England in 1863. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was when it all started. It's very mm-hmm. interesting. Yes, yes. And I also, um, I, I've just learned that, okay, yeah, the, the first football association, as you mentioned, was in 1863, right? Uh, but I, I, I saw there was like a meeting in uh, Cambridge, right? So, uh, you know, Cambridge University, uh, sure. a well-known city, in 1848, uh, in which people tried to, um, they were discussing some of the rules of the game, but a final agreement was not achieved, okay? okay. So, and then, I, I, no, 1848, and then 1863, the association was formed, right? Yes, okay. And if I'm not mistaken, it was in London, right? Yes, as far yeah. as I'm aware, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. And, um, um, and, I, and it, was, uh, it was curious that uh, when they, when they formed this association, uh, it was decided that uh, carrying the ball with the hands wouldn't be allowed. <laughs> so, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like a very important, you know, uh, decision, right? Because yeah. yeah, really important. Uh, yeah. <laughs> of paramount importance, I should say. Yes. <laughs> Because if I'm not mistaken, there was rugby as well, right? So they had to find a way to, to defer both sports, right? So, yes. 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 And uh, for, for the students who don't know, rugby is probably one of the most uh, popular sports in, in England, right? Even nowadays, right? I think there's a and football, rugby and, and cricket, right? If I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. these are the top three. Yeah, 100%. These are the, these are the yeah. top three. And uh, yes, uh, do you know where, uh, what the, the first, well, there are many, I mean, football teams that had been created, but do you know what the first uh, official, I don't know if I can say official, yeah, official, I don't know, professional, an official football team was, any idea? No idea. Uh, do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, uh, guys, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I, I've also googled it. Yes, I've done my uh, some some research about it. It was actually a, a football club that still exists. Uh, it's called Sheffield Football Club. Yeah, in 1857, right? Okay. And you know, a long time ago, right, man? Can you imagine? Yeah, it's it's crazy to think about it. Yeah long long time ago and 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 the club you know i'm sure they still have supporters and everything uh-huh. very interesting very yes. interesting yeah. yeah uh do you happen to know marcel when football was first introduced to brazil to brazil um, uh i don't know i, I know it was at, in the beginning of the 19th 19 something i don't know uh, can you can you tell us adolfo 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Because we know we are in Brazil. We uh, absolutely love football. Uh and, uh, And football was introduced to Brazil in 1894 by a Scottish immigrant. His name is his name was Thomas Donahoe, mm-hmm. and apparently, the first uh, match ever played in Brazil uh, hap- took place in Bangu, Rio de Janeiro, in oh. 1894, okay. and and the first match was played on a pitch marked out by Thomas himself back in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. You, you said Bangu, right, in Rio, because um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I think the first football team in Brazil was Flamengo, and it was founded in 1895, right? I think it was the first football team in Brazil. Um, so well, it, it could be the case, but it makes yeah. it makes sense. It makes sense, right? Since the first match was played in, in Rio de Janeiro, right, the uh, state. Yes, yeah. okay. So it was um, 18, 1895, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So, uh, do you like? Do you happen to? Because uh, we were talking about football teams in, in England, right? Of the, the first football. Do you do you support any teams in in England? Just uh, just out of uh, curiosity. Uh, I do follow uh, the the Premier League. I like I like the the the, the matches. It's a very very competitive league but one of my best friends is uh, english and he is a diehard united fan uh, so okay. uh, i follow the united i i i wouldn't go as far as, as saying that i support the united but i follow the i follow the team and i i'm all, i'm always like checking the scores and sending uh, him messages and stuff but yeah So you root yeah. for them when they're playing, right? If they are playing yes, against, exactly. against Manchester City, for example, you would you root for United. Okay. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Yes. It's, uh, it, it's curious that you mentioned United because uh, Manchester United was, uh, since you're talking about history, right? Uh, it was founded in 1878 wow. as uh, Newton Heath. That was the name of the team. So 1878, man, it was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, followed by Everton, 1878, and uh, as we mentioned, Manchester City, 1880, as uh, it was founded as St. Mark's. Okay, so just some, you know, curious facts about, you know, the old times, right? And uh, what else? What else? Listeners, um, well, there are many, there are many things that we 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 can talk about when it comes to the history of, of football. The the game itself has changed a lot over the yes. years, mm-hmm. right? New new rules have been introduced. A lot of um, a lot of new aspects they 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 had to be taken into consideration. And, uh, and, you know, now we have this sport that is massively popular, loved mm-hmm. all over the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I would uh, say... Oh, yeah. No, go on, go on. Go on. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, uh, if, we, if we think about the, the first match 
played in history, I, I, it's safe to say that it's very different from, from the game that we see nowadays on TV or, mm -hmm. or the stadiums. Mm -hmm. uh, a few rules have changed the way we see football. Yeah, there, there are two that I would say they, they really changed the game, mm -hmm. which is the introduction of the yellow and red cards. Oh, okay. Yeah. And yeah. when did that happen? That happened in 1970 at the World Cup in Mexico. Mm -hmm. So at that time, it was the very, the very first competition in which the yellow and red cards were introduced. And uh, we, we can totally say it was groundbreaking and we can say we have football yeah. before yeah. and after the yellow and red cards. Can you imagine how savage the game was before? Like, Because if it is kind of violent nowadays, can you imagine before? Like, there was no, no limitations, right? Like, you know, like, no yeah. limitations. <laughs> and no, no, no limits. No cameras, no TV, right? Because... Um, if I'm not, when was like the first uh, televised tournament? Was it 1970 as well, wasn't it? No, no, no. no. no it was... Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess live, live transmission. I would say live broadcast. I would say uh -huh. would be 19 the 1970 uh -huh. uh, World Cup. Yeah, so it was a really a, a huge deal. Uh, yeah. yeah, but imagine imagine football before the yellow and red cards. Yeah. <laughs> It would be really can you imagine, mayhem, can you imagine, <laughs> absolute can, mayhem. Can you imagine Neymar's life? Uh, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. He he wouldn't. He, his career wouldn't have last. Would, wouldn't have been so long, right? Yeah, he's yeah. Uh, he's very into diving <laughs> yes. uh, on the on the pitch a lot. Yeah. So yeah. I yeah. don't know. I would uh, say this is a rule. This is a rule that really, really has a, a, an impact to this day. Uh, mm -hmm. So much so that when a player gets, uh, I guess, three yellow cards on a competition, he, he can't play uh, the following match and uh -huh. the red cards, etc. So mm -hmm. this has really changed the football. And another one that I would say is, is fairly recent is the introduction of the VAR, the mm -hmm. Video Assistant uh, Referee, mm -hmm. which was first introduced on March 3rd, 2018. So okay. it's a, it's fairly recent. A lot has been said about the VAR, uh -huh. the Video Assistant Referee, uh -huh. but since 2018, we have been seeing players, managers, fans complaining yes. Yes. about about it. <laughs> Can you imagine if the VAR had been introduced earlier in history, right? I think that Many of the like the the the, the winners uh, wouldn't been the wouldn't have been the same, right? You know. Well, that I guess Argentina wouldn't have won the, yeah, the 1986 first. World oh, Cup yeah. because of that goal, the hand of uh, God goal. Uh -huh, uh, uh -huh. Maradona scored. Uh -huh. He wouldn't have scored. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. So. The, the, the course of history would be completely the course different. of history would yeah. have been changed yeah. yes Adolfo, going back in time uh, going back to 
seventh year, okay, since you mentioned like when the red cards and yellow cards were introduced. Uh, do you think, as a football fan, do you think that that was the, the best national team we ever had? Well, I, I guess uh, I would say the 1970 squad is, is the best one because we had Pelé at the top of his game. And when you have Pelé at the top of his game, it has to be the best, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I would say the 1970 squad is the num is the first one. But considering the the, the the national teams that I have seen playing, I would say the 2002 squad was the one. The one that I have seen yeah. on the pitch is the 2002, because come on, we had. Ronaldo Phenomenon, Ronaldinho, Rivaldo. Well, come on, these guys are absolutely fantastic players. Mm. But yeah, what do you think? Do you yeah, do you think that, the 1970 was the best one? I don't know. Just, I I didn't actually see them playing, right? And it's yeah. Some some footage and people say 1962 was uh, because there was Garrincha, right? Garrincha and Pelé, the only the only national team that. You know, they're, they're both playing together, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then, um, yeah, but um, I was born in 1979, yeah? So I, the first national team that I actually saw like playing every single game, because I was too young, in 1986 I was too young, right? I, uh, 1990 was a disaster, yeah? Do you remember that, the game, right? So I was kind of traumatized. <laughs> I, I only remember my dad shouting at that, you know, it was a horrible experience. It was like, oh my God, this is how we lose it, you know. Uh, and for Argentina, man. I, I yeah. forget that. Yeah. Canidia. Canidia. <laughs> and I was kind of traumatized, so. And, but I, I also think that 1994, um, mm -hmm. it was a, they were heavily criticized. Uh, people uh, remember people saying they were, it were like it wasn't a, like a technical team they were very like bureaucratic right um, but I, I have good memories but if you ask me what's the best national team that I've ever seen yeah perhaps I think I have to agree with you 2002 you know yeah uh, even though I have great memories of the 1998 team With Ronaldo Which as was well. fantastic as, was as fantastic well. Team. So, yes. Uh, up to, I mean, even I, I still don't understand how we, you know, lost that final against. How France. we lost? Yeah. You know. So. Well. What were you history doing? History is what it is, right? <laughs> what, what, what were you doing in 1998? And uh, do you remember? Were you watching the game, like the final? Yes. Yes, yeah. I do. I was. I was. Uh, I do remember. Uh, I was at my grandma's house, uh, and uh, I, I remember my cousin. There was me and my cousins, my 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 uncle. We were watching the game, and we were so like optimistic, uh, like okay, we're gonna win. Ronaldo, he's at that time he was the best player in the world. So okay, Ronaldo's gonna score two goals. We're gonna win, and then it happened. What happened? Right, and it wasn't even a close game, right? It wasn't even a close game. It was like one year or two one, right? You know, over no, time. No, it was not. 
It was um, um I was in Paulista Avenue. It was it was a three new and Zidane Zidane scored two goals. He scored a header. I guess the first goal was a header. Yeah. He which is the kind of goal that he almost never scores. He's <laughs> but, very good at kicking, but not against Brazil. But, yeah. but not yeah, you know. But But as much as I loved the 1998 team, we, we have to respect that France, they had an, an amazing squad as well. And you, you, could, you, you could say they were the underdogs. You, you know, in hindsight, I don't think so. I guess they, they really had an amazing squad. And Zidane, Zidane is a world-class player. He yeah, was yeah. a world-class player. So he was could a, yeah. potentially change the game, and he did. And it was also, also there was also Thierry Henry, right? There's yes. So it was yeah, if you uh, yeah, the the keeper Fabian Barthes. Yeah, it was I a mean, very good keeper. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but but still, it hurts when I remember 1998. I remember watching the match. I remember seeing. Yeah. Uh, I was Francis I was in Paulista Avenue, yeah. man. I was with my friends oh. in Paulista. I was like wearing a, you know, the jersey. I had flag you know and it was i was yeah. on this avenue with thousands of people ready to celebrate you know two in a row back-to-back titles right back that's gonna back. be amazing yeah. you know and then we were like you know i still remember the friends yeah. i was i uh, was with and uh, i was like oh my god yes it really hurt yeah. it really hurt and then but then yeah four years later we uh four years later again. yes, yes. Amazing, uh, 2002. Yeah. For those who don't remember, it was, it was a World Cup in Japan, South and... Korea, uh-huh. South Korea and Japan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then we... what an amazing squad! I, I remember, I even to this day, as I said to you, one of my best friends is English, uh-huh. and and we talk a lot about football. And even to this day, I mentioned that goal Ronaldinho scored against England. Oh man. It was uh I couldn't believe. It was amazing. That was the the best free kick ever and I couldn't believe that Ronaldinho scored and I also can't believe that uh the keeper David Seaman, I can't believe he actually managed to concede the goal. Yeah. Uh it was it was such a howler, you, you know, it was yeah. a, it was a blunder, absolutely blunder, but you know But do you think that that it was like uh, Ronaldinho's intention, or do you think it was a fluke? Because many people said it was a fluke. You know, it was okay. I mean, we I, want to believe it. I was don't something. think. I don't think it was a fluke. No. I guess he he had every intention of kicking the ball the way he, the way he did. Again, but David David Seaman could have defended. But uh, it was a howler. Uh, we we won the match, and the rest is history. But I remember, like, if I were to mention one goal that I that I always uh, cast my memories back to is this goal. Yeah, Ronaldinho, yeah. amazing, amazing. And, and I think they were the first one against Germany as well in the final, right? When when it, when we finally managed to beat Oliver Kahn, because he seemed kind of, uh, you know. Uh, I mean, I mean, how can we score this guy, right? He was kind of like a wall, right? He was yes. a wall, and yes. uh, when we managed to finally, you know, break that wall and uh, overcome that 
obstacle. I think that was uh, was great, right in the final, right, and then yeah, we, we won the title, and then. Um, I, I do remember 2006 very well. Um, I think we also had a good squad, Adolfo. Mm. Um, I think we, because yeah. if I'm not mistaken, um, I think a year later, Kaká was one of the main players in the team. He was the he won the 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 the, the, the ballon ballon d'or. Yeah, yeah, ballon yeah. d'or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, we had we had Kaká, Ronaldinho, Ronaldo, and Adriano. Yeah, I mean. What could go wrong? Yeah. Yes. Well, France again. France again. Zidane. Yeah. Again. Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. I, great, great memories. Great. World Cup is always that that period that happens every four years. Yes. That you you know, it uh, changes the your mood. Mood. You start thinking about it. It's it's just this this like sheer intensity go, going on you know like you start people talking you see people talking about it those people collecting those albums who's uh-huh. gonna who's gonna go who's gonna stay mm-hmm. jesus so good so good yeah i i, I could spend the whole afternoon talking about all football and talking yes. about World Cup and memorable games, yes. right? So, uh, yes. Unfortunately, we don't, we don't have that time, right? <laughs> we have to. Sure. <laughs> okay. Otherwise, we, you know, you become like a three-hour episode. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. But again, that that's the history. That's the right. That's the history. In a nutshell, right? Though, again, in a nutshell, we just selected a few, you know, uh, interesting. Uh, facts why you didn't want to get into yeah. you know to delve into otherwise can, can I also mention uh, some records in, in the sport that I have found uh, very interesting of course yeah go, ahead, we, go ahead man yeah yeah well uh, th- there are there are some there are two facts that I have found that I found very very interesting the first one is uh, the the player do you do you know the player who has won uh, official, no, the most decorated player in history, the player that has won a lot of official titles, the number one, do you happen to know who this guy is? Uh, uh, Buffon, Maldini. Wrong, actually, Dani Alves. Dani Alves is the most decorated player in the history of football. He has won 43 titles. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I wish one of them had been with Sao Paulo, but. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was Campeonato Paulista, possibly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, a moment of happiness. A moment you. of happiness, but I wish I'd be more. I wish I'd be more. You know? Yeah. And and the player and the player who played for most clubs during his professional career uh, is uh, Sebastian Abreu, also known as Loco Abreu. He has played for Botafogo here in Brazil. Uh, he ha- he played for 31 clubs in his career. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> is that 
I don't know, but it's part of the history of the sport. Okay, <laughs> so we always think about the best squad, uh -huh. the best, uh -huh. the best, the best players. Uh -huh. But you know, okay, some, some fun yeah. facts. Can, can I one final question? Of, I think is the is the one of the uh, like a burning question that people have been. In your opinion, Adolf, okay, amongst the players okay. you have seen, not that you've heard of, who is the best? Okay, okay. I'll, I'll make your life easier. Who are the three best football players that you've seen playing? That you've seen players. So, for example, Pelé doesn't. Okay, okay. I have not uh, seen Pelé. Uh, okay, the the ones that I have seen playing at the when they were playing at the top of their game. Number one. Ronaldo phenomenon. The guy was a he was a beast. He was a, a war tank. He was fast, strong. He was a lethal. Lionel Messi, fantastic. He is a, a unpredictable. You would never know what what the nobody would knew what he was going to do. And uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Ronaldo. He's a complete player. I guess the ones that I have seen playing, I have to say, has to be Ronaldo, mm -hmm. Messi, and uh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm -hmm. And how about you? No, I, th I think uh, I have the same opinion. I share the same opinion. Cristiano uh, Ronaldo phenomenon for me was like the best player I've ever seen. And he, yeah. he is won World Cups, right? Um, so this is something that counts a lot. Um, I, I have a passion for Ronaldo Gaúcho. I don't know if I don't know if overall is being a better player than Messi and Cristiano. So for me, it would be really hard to choose just three because I do agree with you. Yeah. Fenomeno, Messi, and Cristiano Ronaldo. But I also include. I mean, Ronaldo Gaúcho. For me, he was no. It's it's fair. He had like two seasons. I guess 2005 and 2006 that he was unbelievable. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It is. It was yeah. something amazing, right? Okay. All right. That's great. That's great. Now it's time for the how do you say the part of our show in which we ask each other vocabulary questions related to the conversation we've just had. So, uh, Adolfo, have you got something in mind? Sure. Well, uh, Marcel, right in the beginning, you you used the expression in the bag. What does it mean? Yeah, it means that, um, well, Palmeiras is, what, 10 points ahead of second player? I mean, yeah. Yes. So it's almost guaranteed, yes. right? And Brazil would say that they have their hands on the trophy, right? So it's almost, yes. it's almost guaranteed uh, winning. So uh, we could say that the title is in the bag for Palmeiras. Okay? Yeah. Yes. So, uh, yes. Uh, uh, and, um, well, speaking of uh, vocabulary, Adolf, I, I liked when you use um, the expression at the top of his game. I really like that. I like the sound. I like the... Can you tell our listeners what it means? Sure. Uh, this is an idiom. If you are... At the top of your game, you are performing extremely well in a sport mm -hmm. or, or in your job to the point that you just 
can't perform any better because you are literally at the top of your game. Mm -hmm. You have reached your peak, your peak. if you will. Uh -huh. Your peak. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Like Pelé in 1970. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was at his peak, right? So. Yes. Okay. At the top of his game. Mm -hmm. That's 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 a sure. nice one. Yeah, there was a there was also a very a very interesting word you used. You used the word jersey. Yeah, uh, jersey is, what, is what does it mean? It's the same as a shirt, but it's uh, commonly used with uh, regards to sports, right? It's part of a uniform of uh, of a team player, right? So it can be for any sport, like any team sport, like football, basketball, uh, volleyball. Yep. Yeah? So and uh, yeah, it's just an alternative to shirt. So football jerseys, and they're usually made with um, you know some uh, you know, special material that. Um, mm -hmm. uh, you know, so yeah, these are these are jerseys. So it could be football jersey, basketball jersey. Yeah, okay, sure. Okay. Yeah, and um, and I remember that when you're talking about Zinedine Zidane, right? He, uh, you use the word header, right? Yes, yes, absolutely. A header, uh, header is the act of hitting the ball with your head in football or soccer. So the first goal Zidane score, scored in 1998 was a header. Mm -hmm. It was a fantastic goal, and I have bitter memories. But yeah, that was a header. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and speaking of header, I still remember Homario's header in 1994 against Sweden, right? Homario, wow. for those who yeah. don't remember, he yeah. was not the tallest guy in the room and <laughs> managed to, to pull a header, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mario, great player. You you also used a very interesting expression. You mentioned back-to-back -back titles. I guess when we were talking about the World Cups, mm -hmm. um, what do you mean by back-to-back -back titles? I mean when like a team wins two um, tournaments in a row, two years in a row, right? Or two games in a row, for example, right? Um, I... I first came across uh, this uh, expression when I was watching, it wasn't even football, I was watching NBA, you know, basketball, and they use that quite a lot to, to win back-to-back -back games, to lose back-to-back -back games, back-to-back -back titles, so it's a very, uh, it's, it's commonly used in the, in, uh, in the USA, so that's, that's when I, I learned that, so uh, it's very interesting. Uh, very okay. interesting. And, uh, well, and... Um, uh, there also uh, a word that we we used, right, Adolf, which was uh, mm -hmm. fluke. I think we, uh, I don't know, I don't remember if I asked or you asked me if it was a fluke, right? So can you, yeah. can you tell us more about it? Yeah, uh, a fluke is related to this idea of luck. Like, is a fluke is something that happens, It's that is the result of chance instead of skill or planning so like for example when Ronaldinho scored that goal some people believed it was a flu fluke that he didn't really want to kick the ball the way he did but you know uh -huh. it was not a fluke yeah. it was just talent <laughs> in his case there was an argument it was talent right but in sport we see lots of goals scored that a guy kicks the ball and you know, someone it diverts in a player, and and then uh, you know 
you know, and yeah. So that that that's yeah. that's a fluke when the, the the player has no intentions whatsoever to to score that goal, right? Yes, so. and it, he ended up scoring the goal. Then I would say I would say it is a fluke. Uh-huh. Uh, but in the case of Ronaldinho, just talent. Just talent. And the rest, <laughs> the rest is history. <laughs> and if you haven't heard of these turns in our conversation, uh, you may listen to this episode again and try to spot them all. That was fun, wasn't it? Hope you liked it as as much as we did. And remember, uh, our dear listeners and students, right? Uh, Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and tag us at uh, at Culture Inglês Oficial with your opinions, with your accounts as well. Okay, so and and I'd like to thank. Uh, thank Adolf once again. Thank you. Huge pleasure. Uh, thank you very much, man. It was a, it was a great pleasure. So I hope to see you in, uh, in future episodes. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for new chapters of the Cultura Inglesa podcast.